2: What is going on everybody, my name is Connor Lawler Welcome to another week of Movie Mondays This is the Heroes for Hire podcast We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news And just generally having a bit of a chit-chat about everything to do with film As always I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan Sean, how is it going?
1: Legally I don't have to answer that question mm, This is true I can have, the- I can have my secrets <laughs> And don't need to divulge anything to people like you Connor.
2: Was that you I seen in the courthouse earlier on today?
1: Look, some people think that I'm not allowed to burgle <laughs> houses.
2: <laughs> I thought you were going to like attack
1: squirrels or something. I know no, I went for a real <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, attacking no, squirrels not- is a real crime, but like I, yeah. I went for a, a classic Christmas crime.
2: Uh, do you have like the dollar sign on the bag, and you wear the stripy top for the hamburger, like the Hamburglar?
1: Like the hamburger? Yeah, yeah. I, just, I have to yeah, make yeah. it fair on the law officers <laughs> watching me. Do well, it.
2: how else would they know you're a criminal? You have to show off.
1: That's, I'm a master of disguise. I always disguise oh. myself as a criminal before committing a crime.
2: <laughs> the perfect crime. <laughs> the least per- the person they're looking at least suspect is the criminal.
1: To be fair, if there was a lad running away in, like, just a hoodie and jeans, or there was a lad literally dressed as a criminal, who are they going (laughs) to chase?
2: (laughs) You're goddamn right. it, I hate your logic, but it fucking works. Um, So, this is Movie Monday, Sean, and we are here to discuss all, all things to do with movies and entertainment, and you are a resident expert when it comes to movies. You've seen every movie that's ever been put out.
1: I've even seen some movies that haven't been put out.
2: Mm, yeah. You've seen the reels. You've just watched the reels on
1: a small screen. No, I just I have a constant stream of dailies coming into me. Yeah. And I approve <laughs> or deny them. Um,
2: <laughs> Here, Zack Snyder, send me the dailies. I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll
1: give you $70 million for five <laughs> seconds of footage. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so we're we're going to get straight into the movie news Normally we start with a bit of maybe self-promotion But no time for that this week Sean Because there's a lot of movie news to get into And we are starting with news about a video game But it is based in the movie world Because hmm. the news came out this week That Oscar Isaac is going to be Solid Snake In a Metal Gear Solid movie
1: Sean, what are your thoughts on this? I think this is pretty good casting. I think Oscar mm. Isaac's having a good time of it in terms of post Star Wars, he has massive franchises under his belt. Um mm. like he's in June. And as he doesn't well. have he to dress up as
2: he doesn't have to dress up in Egypt, like anything purple.
1: This is true. Uh he mm. doesn't have to Well actually he he was quite good as Paul Dameron, he's quite a funny charming man. But mm. here's the thing, is that um what solid snake is he playing? Or, no, sorry, not Solid Snake. What snake is he playing in Metal Gear?
2: Solid Snake.
1: Solid Snake. Yeah, okay. he,
2: he, I think they're going straight for Solid Snake at the start.
1: Okay, well that complicates things.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I think Solid Snake, does he have the charm of Oscar Isaac? Because there's one thing we have a rule in Oscar Isaac, and that is he weirdly has sexual chemistry with everyone who's on screen with him. And this came about, I don't know how this conversation came up, but we were talking Star Wars and it was a scene that he, him and him and Finn had. And then him and Ray had a scene straight afterward and you were like, I could see him with both of those characters. And then you realised every scene he was in, I thought, I could see him with that
1: character. And, and he just so- has a, a level of charisma. And he's like a genuinely, like, a, he's an attractive man. But he just has everything going for him. It's so- infuriating. <laughs>
2: It would be hard for him to be a bit of a, you know, undercover. You'd be like, there's Oscar Isaac.
1: (laughs) There's famed Hollywood actor Oscar Isaac.
2: (laughs) I I hope that's a scene in this movie. He's like stuffing dead bodies into a fucking locker. They're like, wait, is that guy Oscar Isaac? Holy
1: shit. I would like to see him, though, as kind of the gruff, uh, like veteran soldier kind of dude. I think that would be really interesting.
2: And and I think he would look really cool as that. Like, as Solid Snake, like, infiltrating, like, nuclear weapons facilities and, like, all that shit. Like, I think he would look really cool just slowly. I, you could do some very cool things with this movie. It could be, like, a weird heist movie, but there's only one person. So you're following him, like, trying to break in somewhere.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, examples. And, like... The dude who um, created Metal Gear, uh, Hideo Kojima, he originally wanted to make movies, um, mm. but he just he was in the games design industry, and so all of his games have like really like large scale storytelling. So they're actually it's this weird intersection where the game is actually weirdly suited to the format of a film, unlike things like uh, Tomb Raider. And that kind of thing, where or, it, Doom. or Assassin's Creed. Or Dude. <laughs> or
2: or actually literally every other video game movie other than Sonic.
1: And maybe Detective Pikachu.
2: Maybe yeah, okay, I'll give you that.
1: Yeah, like it, it it's it's built to be like this cinematic story. And that's why I think Metal Gear Solid 4, when you start the game, I think you have like forty five minutes before you can control a character. It's all cutscenes <laughs> oh, yeah. up until then. <laughs>
2: I, re- I remember that yeah that coming out I just think like the the game is set up as you said it is going to be set up as a cool movie you could do something like the raid but just with Solid Snake
1: oh my god that would be so fucking good like,
2: wouldn't that be amazing where like you just see him taking people out one by one because that is the foot of those games you can run in with guns up and just try to shoot you will die but it's ten times more fun to like, you go into a room and there's like four guards and you have to time your attacks so that the other three don't see them. The other person going down. They have to like stuff them somewhere so that nobody finds the body. It. I know they tried to do it. Hitman, the movie came out a few years ago, and that game is very similar. It just the mechanics of like breaking in somewhere, taking someone out, moving around, and not being caught. Yeah, didn't take not your come time across, and do
1: it right. Like, but that yeah, movie that,
2: did not come across like that.
1: Not and at so all. This is a
2: way, so this is a way to kind of put that. We have been burned many times with video game movies. Like, they are notoriously 19% terrible. So, But Oscar true, but Isaac like is a big enough actor.
1: It is, and I feel like this could be uh, the John Wick of video game movies.
2: Oh, yes. Because it is a beloved franchise, but it's also something like Metal Gear Solid is weirdly you could get away with, like, I don't know, a brand new audience are there to watch it. Like, it is a very cool concept if you just put it into movie form, rather than it's a video game. As you said, like, they made it to be a movie, so it's very easily transferred to to another audience.
1: Yeah, exactly, and there's kind of... The games have gotten to the point where they're confusing enough that it's almost intimidating for people to pick up the story. Mm. So have if they could get something... That was like even a primer to the games. And just being like, hey, if you watch this, you'll pretty much know what's going on. That would be really interesting. I
2: I would 100% watch Oscar Isaac in a John Wick combined with the raid movie where he plays Solid Snake breaking in somewhere.
1: That, like, that pitch. (laughs) I, I can't believe they've not made that movie yet.
2: I think that's amazing and like I, I think Oscar Isaac he deserves some good movies after some other movies he's been in recently
1: yeah but well, look he's got uh, he, he has the charisma to just he'll always be successful yeah he'll just fall on his feet the bastard the bastard he's a cat like man <laughs>
2: Um, so yeah, they are going to be doing a Metal Gear Solid movie. That is going to be coming up. There's no release date as of yet. Um, it was going to be, I think it was aiming for 2022, but I, I don't know. I, th- I think it's still kind of up in the air about that, um, seen as though they're only casting him, so probably it'll be later on. Um, but we will keep our eyes open because video game movies are notoriously not good. So this could be the one that changes it. We say this every
1: be- time a video game movie comes out. <laughs> it's like, this could be the one.
2: <laughs> and we, Sonic was the one. And Detective Pikachu were the, were the two. that, And they came out last year. Well, Sonic came out in January. But Detective Pikachu came out. you only in the last like year and a half have games turned into actual half-decent films.
1: Yeah, now we got Uncharted coming down the tracks as well. Oh, so we'll Tom happens.
2: Holland. Yes, no, that's going to be good. Um, Okay, we're going to move on to our next piece of news, and this involves DC, and a movie that they were planning a long time ago. We kind of covered it on the show, and we've also done a hero or zero on this character, because DC's Plastic Man movie has moved forward with a new writer and a gender twist in the film.
1: Oh, okay. Mm. So, So, Plastic Man uh, essentially... Stretchy person. Isn't that Str- the power side? Stretchy
2: out? person, yeah. Patrick E. L. O'Brien. Um, and he was like, he was a criminal who broke into somewhere and uh, he, what happened was, and this is one of our favourite comic book takes, Chemicals fell on him, John. <gasps> not and Not <chemicals? laughs> <laughs> Not random chemicals that have X's on them, do not consume. Well, they fell on him, and he turned into a bit of a slippery eel kind of character, because he was kind of slimy before. Then he just literally became a very bendy man.
1: Okay, well, look, we've all been there.
2: Yeah, and then he decided to... It was during, like, a botched robbery, and then he decides to leave the criminal life behind and use his powers for good and joins the FBI and the police force and the whole thing.
1: Yeah, it seems an odd one at this point of DC to introduce, but maybe they're just trying shit.
2: I mean, I I think when we first introduced this, you burst out laughing. This is before we did the Hero Zero. I, I think I have a distinct memory of me saying this to you and you bursting out laughing at the idea of Plastic Man. And then we had a discussion about the fact that, like, DC can't get Batman and Superman right, but they're going for Plastic Man, which you have to admire the balls of.
1: <laughs> the, the level of confidence that they have.
2: <laughs> well, we've nailed the two of them. Let's go to Plastic Man is the obvious next choice. Let's do the Guardians thing.
1: Let's take a completely <laughs> unknown character and make him a star. And,
2: and someone's in the back like, yeah, but they didn't they do Winter Soldier before Guardians? Shut up, Bob. We don't need your negativity, right? We nailed Batman v Superman and the Suicide Squad.
1: Uh, we nailed it twice, in fact. <laughs> twice!
2: So they are going to be doing a, a a Plastic Man film, but they are going to be turning it so Plastic Man is Plastic Woman. Which, I suppose, I mean, she could be called Eel O'Brien as well. I mean, I think Eel is very gender-neutral. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, as, yeah a as a nickname goes. Yeah, as a nickname goes. <laughs> like said, no "Oh, no, I was talking
2: to eel. Like, who? <laughs> Who's eel?"
1: It's, uh, no, just my pet eel. It's a giant eel oh, that I pet, have. Pet the yeah.
2: Do Do you think e- Plastic Man is the one to drive this company forward into the next bit? Because they have they have some projects coming down the line. We have the Batman coming up. That's kind of. That looks pretty good, but Plastic Man could be the one. What are your thoughts? I don't, I,
1: I, I, I don't think DC's garnered as much good faith in terms of, hey, we're introducing some new characters. I don't mm. think they have that yet. But if this comes out after Suicide Squad, and if Suicide Squad is as good as you and I are, sure, it'll be. Mm. Um, I, I do think that'll pull a lot of balls in DC's court. To just be like, ah, we'll try it. We like that last movie that they made.
2: It's also interesting that they were moving this movie forward, and then all of a sudden they got rid of the writer altogether and brought in Kat Vesco, who uh, write, who wrote Blacklist. And then they've also changed... Th- they've, she decided to write the new screenplay, noting that the project will now be a female-led vehicle. So they must have been writing it over the last, say, year and a half and then thought it doesn't work, and then got a whole new writer in who decided to change everything about the script. So I'm assuming they threw it all out and started again.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, I'm sure they could keep, like, Oh yeah, bits like, and bobs, beats, but like, and like the
2: vast that. majority, I would assume, If if it wasn't good enough for that, that they got rid of the writer to bring somebody else in, I would assume that they probably didn't like it.
1: Yeah, that it wasn't what they were looking for in a movie, and that this new pitch was something better. Um, mm. Which it's good that they're not just ploughing away on something because, you know, like this sunk cost thing. It's like, ah, oh, we've already spent so much time on it. We'll just, we'll just make it now. I like that they're like, no, let's let's take another crack at this script.
2: They've also like they haven't come out to say what it's going to be called. Like it's still under Plastic Man as a as a project. Um, so that that hasn't changed whatsoever, but it is an interesting way to go about just the story itself because DC they have Wonder Woman, but they, like do they have any other real female-led superheroes at the minute? Just That's in their it, lineup, like, like Harley Quinn, kind of,
1: kind of anti-hero kind of thing, yeah, yeah. Uh, like the scale of DC's power set for female um, protagonists at the minute is harley quinn who's quite good at fighting and acrobatics and then wonder woman who's a god mm. like there's a whole spectrum of of power levels in the middle of that that they can flesh out
2: there's yeah there's like a there's a very much a middle ground that could be filled by somebody with stretchy powers
1: what if and hear me out here okay give it the joker treatment <laughs>
2: What if, right? We take Plastic Man, notoriously a very fun character, one that is a bit of a comedic one. We take it, we take all the color from it, blue tint. I want a blue filter on everything, and then I want them sad. I want them crying. I want their parents dead. He does not have any parents. He they're dead anyway, just for the crack.
1: He was an orphan though. That's his thing.
2: (laughs) He was born. We kill him again. He was an orphan. Orphanage burnt down. Who burnt it down? His parents. What happened then? They burnt down. That's what happened.
1: What's the What's the timeline of burning there?
2: <laughs> they were on fire as they set the fire.
1: Oh, fuck. If, if, if I can't <laughs> not be on fire, no one can.
2: <laughs> I'll show this orphanage. Look at this. Um, I think this is a pretty decent idea. I'm... I'm more interested just in there are lots of good characters that they could also do. They've barely tapped into anything with DC. Like they've done the the Trinity, and now they're kind of doing the Flash. But there's a whole lot of things there. They've never done a Green Lantern properly. Like you could do, um, you could do Hawkman, Hawk Girl. Like you could do a multitude of things. It's just interesting that they chose Plastic Man as a, as the next vehicle to go with.
1: Yeah I wonder what they're setting up there I wonder where that like Because I, I still think DC are in the mindset Of like okay we're building towards Something like, But Actually, they don't quite know what that. yet Yeah you'd, you'd want to really Because otherwise uh, you get, You'll get you a, get a DC Comics The Rise of Skywalker scenario <laughs> Where nothing is planned ever
2: <laughs> um, yeah, so they are going to be doing a Plastic Man film. They have hired a new writer. They've changed it to, uh, they've changed the gender of the hero itself as well. So uh, maybe this is going to be like their Ant Man. Maybe they're hoping to be like this is kind of the comedic thing on the side that you can bring Plastic Woman or Plastic Man in or whatever uh, into the big shared universe movies.
1: Yeah, maybe, and it can be like the, for want of a better term, the palate cleanser after the big showpiece movie at the end of the saga.
2: Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to move on to, actually, uh, an actor, or an actress, I should say, who is involved in the, the DC world, who we will be discussing later on, but this is Gal-, Gal Gadot is set to headline a James Bond-style spy franchise um, that is going to be coming up in the next few years. So she has signed on for a multi-movie idea for, and get this shot, an original idea
1: I'm in sorry. Hollywood,
2: they're creating, and I don't normally get to say this, not a reboot, not a sequel, not a cycle, not a prequel, <laughs> they are going to be doing an original idea of a movie somebody has written now.
1: <laughs> don't mm, I'm not sure about this.
2: <laughs> I don't this, like this.
1: <laughs> this type of filmmaking doesn't sit well with me.
2: <laughs> and it's not going to be based off of anything else. They're just going to, what, like make it up? Like a story? No,
1: surely they'd have to remake something. In mm, in live I, I action, understand. perhaps.
2: Maybe maybe a female-led James Bond. Maybe call it James Bond, but have her be in it. Maybe one of my You couldn't just do a movie, just make it up. Ridiculous.
1: Ridiculous. What's the, what, so the, uh, That's interesting. I feel like there's a Gal Gadot spy movie already. But maybe that's just the vibe she gives off.
2: <laughs> no, um, no, she she was she is going to be upcoming in a film. I can't remember the name right of this moment with uh, Ryan of Reynolds Stone? and The Rock. Oh right. Um, oh, no, sorry. The the franchise that she's going to be with is with Heart of Stone. I see. So so um this the script of Heart of Stone is being penned by comic book writer Greg Rucka. So it is being written by uh, a comic book writer. Um, he's known for his works on Stumptown, Batwoman, Black Magic, Detective comic books, and rather fittingly, Wonder Woman comic books. And so he's going to be he's going to be writing the script for this film called The Heart of Stone.
1: Interesting. That is. Yeah. That's quite a like rare news story that you hear. This sounds like a passion project, Connor, and of. There's not been a passion project in these parts for nigh on 50 years.
2: <laughs> nigh on 50 years! <laughs> we had to say 19 dickity 2. We had to say
1: dickity because they stole the number 2. The Kaiser stole our word for 20. <laughs> like This sounds like on the level of Knives Out, Um, kind of. It's just a fucking story someone wants to make.
2: So, we don't really have a lot of plot details because we have nothing to base it off of. So, we're just coming into an interesting news that Gal Gadot could be headlining her own spy franchise that is very much a passion project of somebody, and I think this is a really good idea because Gal Gadot is a big actress, she's a big star, and I could see her starring in, she probably wants to be in another franchise, like, you could do a Mission Impossible franchise but just replace Tom Cruise with Gal Gadot.
1: Oh my god, that'd be savage. She wouldn't do it. Yeah. She wouldn't try to kill herself so often though. <laughs>
2: no. She they'd be like, Do you want to fly your own plane? Do you want to hang on the other side of this plane? You know what? I might not. Just
1: because no, I, just I'm I quite want to good live. Where I am.
2: <laughs> now, the plot details for the film um are largely unknown, though the rumors have kinda stated that it might be a spy versus spy movie. Uh, but that's unconfirmed so they don't really have any idea of what the movie's going to be but it is interesting you said knives out because that is probably one of the la- the one of the few original like big hollywood movies that came out in the last few years and that is probably one of the best movies that came out in the last few years like that is an amazing film of Ryan johnson who it's hilarious that he did that film after doing the last jedi and so, oh yeah, that
1: is endlessly funny to me.
2: Because it's like last Jedi, oh he shit, he shit. now he brought that, out, and he's just like, oh yeah, this is what happens when I like it, <laughs> when I want to do what I want to do.
1: Yeah, and when I'm just given pretty much free reign, it's, I'm pretty good.
2: <laughs> yeah. So she, uh, obviously she will be starring in Wonder Woman 1984, but it is cool. Do you, can you see? Can you see her as like, or as a, a spy franchise? Um, taking off because we did have uh, Man from Uncle a few years ago which I mean that had two very good actors in it but we never got a sequel to that and that's that's a pretty fun romp so yeah that's a do people film. want to watch
1: these? I think so like I, I think it just needs to be the right um, movie now it sounds like when they say James Bond style which era of Bond because if it's like Casino Royale that's going to be fucking class. No, but it's going to be Connery.
2: Like chops to, uh, chops,
1: chops Judo to the, chops. the neck. <laughs> oh. What, or what if it's like Brosnan towards the end where he's ludicrous.
2: <laughs> and she's always in like a house made of ice.
1: It's the, it's the only house to be in, my friend.
2: <laughs> but you're like, I'm hardly going to, a, going to go to a house made of bricks. That'd be ridiculous.
1: But where will I throw my stones? Hmm? <laughs>
2: Um, so yes, they are going to be doing a spy movie called. Um, it's going to be called Heart of Stone. House could be made of stone. I think we've we've acknowledged that. There's been quite a few um, spy movies over the last few years. Was there uh, Charlie's to in one as well? Um, uh, blonde something. I'm, I'm, t- I'm blanking. Oh yeah, uh,
1: Char- <laughs> uh, Charlie's Atomic Theron. Blonde. Atomic Blonde. Yes, yes, the very same. Yeah, and we had and so- like Kingsman as well. That's. Like the new that's that's kind of a, a different type of spy movie, but still technically in the genre.
2: Would you like to see it be that violent?
1: I don't I don't know. See if it was I don't want it to be like the second Kingsman. I know that for damn sure. <clears throat> but the first Kingsman is pretty good, but I don't know whether it would work. Um like as a James Bond style spy movie, but just with Kingsman mm. elements. I think. It, but I don't do, think like, the
2: James Bond style works anymore anywhere. So I mean, blow it up and start again.
1: But James, oh, this is a larger discussion about James Bond. But it's changed now to where it's always Bond being dragged back in, is what the, the formula of those <laughs> movies <laughs> is. For one more now. job, one more job. Just have her be an active fucking class spy, and that'll be a and good she's the movie. The best they have. She's the best they have Is she a wild card? She might be a wild card
2: But I'm glad That she's in her deck
1: Wait, What if What if At the start She's really like Cold And she'll just She'll kill anyone She doesn't care She'll kill a kid Heart of stone it Doesn't matter Heart of stone But at the end She's yeah. got a heart of uh, Lighter of stone. Softer than stone
2: Lighter stone
1: Lime Sandstone Lime, Limestone Limestone <laughs> Limestone uh, Limestone is but,
2: permeable I knew that
1: <laughs> Wow the, the Irish school system Has really Really helped you out that's,
2: there Conor I learned that when I was 15 Never forgot I Limestone permeable
1: Limestone is permeable And how to draw an oxbow lake
2: God damn it We learned a lot <laughs> <laughs> um, um, But another thing Sean Moving on That we've learned Is that merch Is cool <laughs> And that's <then so laughs> why so, be, be, before be, before the show started, for anyone to know, I told Sean I'm not going to tell him, but I'm going to do something that's going to make him laugh.
1: I I did laugh. I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about it, but I did laugh. <laughs>
2: We have recently launched our merch store, Sean. Don't oh, you agree? still going
1: for it, ladies and gentlemen. Still
2: going for it. The, no shame. Um, it is the, the link is down below if you want anything with our logo on it. And, Sean, you think this is a great idea to do it right now, don't you?
1: Yeah, in the middle of the show was a bold choice that we... I just want to make it clear, listeners, we did not agree on. This was not pre-planned. I,
2: this is going to get more and more dramatic every week. I want you to see my segues... <laughs>
1: <laughs> he bought Segways with all the merch money. That's what happened.
2: <laughs> so, we're going to move on to our proper news. Also, that is down below. There's a link
1: if you it want to so. <laughs> And look, I will say it's good merch, okay? Just
2: Well, uh, good is in quotation but It's merch.
1: What do you <laughs> want <merch>. from me?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying like, this is like an abusive relationship where I jump in and you jump in with me. And I'm like, "No, stop." <laughs> That's no, it's dumb
1: Only I may dance
2: (laughs) Only I may dance Um, We're going to move on to our next piece of news Um, And this is Stuff I think Sean you are going to like Because you are into monsters You're into like The dark universe kind of stuff
1: uh, I'm intrigued Continue
2: James Wan is set to produce Universal's Van Helsing Relaunch
1: Oh fuck me Mm. Interesting He's
2: down to produce it So he's not directing it But he is producing it Now James Wan uh, Did the last Aquaman and Yeah Which was pretty good It's he, pretty good And he, he's had a, Several movies before that He's a He's a very talented director yeah. Um and also, so, he also
1: did Saw, let's make that clear as we go into Van Helsing th- th-
2: This is true, yes But Van Helsing, Sean, what is, what is um, do you like Van Helsing? Did you like the movie that came out, what was it, like 15 years ago?
1: Yeah, I actually quite did like that Van Helsing movie uh, It was on DVD in my nanny's house And mm. just throw that on for something to watch um, But Van Helsing, uh, classic vampire hunter Which mm. I think is way more interesting than watching a movie about a vampire
2: the vampire hunter, so you're, the vampire is cool, but the guy who's facing the vampires is cooler.
1: Yeah, because it's it, it it's it's kind of like this one man army taking down a literal god. You know, because
2: what did how do you kill a vampire? what did, what did you think of the two thousand and four film starring everyone's favorite huge jacked man?
1: Oh, are you are you referring to Hugh Jackman, Connor?
2: I am here referring to Hugh Jackman, yes.
1: My God. Uh, I, I quite liked it. I liked that it was all kind of... Um, not steampunky, but it, it had weird past technology. You know? Where, it reminds
2: it, me of A League of
1: Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> look, I wasn't going to bring it up, but it does fit very well with the aesthetic of that film.
2: <laughs> Did they come out at the same time? No, that came out uh, 2003, maybe?
1: Yeah, there might have been a year apart, but I think I feel yeah. like some fucking like prop master or something was very busy for those two years.
2: He just had a lot of stuff left over. Fuck it, we'll throw it on the Helsing set. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the um, like he has no powers really, but he is like everything is enhanced in him. Mm. So he's like he's enhanced strength and durability and all this shit. But he's also just a fucking great Hunter. Like, if you were to make a Craven the Hunter film, it could translate just as well, pretty much, to a Van Helsing film.
2: But Sean, but would this not mean that the Dark Universe is now on the way up? Oh, we're back. The Dark Universe is on the revival.
1: They are... Look. (laughs) You have to take some lumps in life, okay? Yeah. If you want to well, good the Invisible Man, vampire hunter the Invisible movie.
2: Man is the last movie that they did. So technically, they are one and all. If you just take one movie,
1: that's all of the recent Dark Universe movies have been good. All
2: of them. <laughs> In the last three years, they have not missed them, missed the mark once.
1: Like, I, 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 I don't know. I just make make this a good. We say this all the time. Make this a good movie about a man hunting a vampire which shouldn't mm. be hard to do and then fit a universe around it afterwards
2: i Don't. 100% this movie will involve dracula straight away yeah straight and away. <laughs> straight away dracula will be the enemy and at the end of this movie dracula will be like i'm not dead i'll be back in my own spin-off just wait
1: <laughs> like it i i fully expect if the, look, if this was a shitter movie uh, Well, it might very well be this shit um, I would fully expect at the end of it Dracula to be around a table With all of the notable villains that Universal owns mm. uh, yeah. That would be how they'd end it The equivalent of the ending of Amazing Spider-Man 2 <laughs>
2: <laughs> They're all just going to be there And they're all like, who gets the next bit off? You? Me? And Russell Crowe's just expositioning in the back
1: Oh, they're Crow back. Oh, they're bringing crawl
0: back.
2: <laughs> oh, they'd bring Crow back, <laughs> obviously. Um, no, I think I, I think this is a good idea because Blade, who we've covered in a Hero Zero as well a long time ago, but I did not know, but Blade is, I would say, very heavily inspired van, by Van Helsing. Like, he was not always Wesley Snipes. He was a guy with a crossbow who liked to kill vampires.
1: This is true. Uh, mm. Yeah... And if
2: Blade could work, surely this could work.
1: Yeah, and and look, they're doing Blade again, so I'm going to get my Vampire Hunter movie, whether they want it or not. But this could totally work. And to be honest, it has everything going for it, because as much as I have a soft spot for the Van Helsing movie, there's been no great Van Helsing incarnations in... Like, in terms of movies or TV shows, looking at you, the Netflix series, Van Helsing, <laughs> about Vanessa Looking directly Helsing. at
2: you, not blinking, it, just staring no. straight at you.
1: It's just not a good show.
2: <laughs> mm. I mean, there's been Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's pretty good. You love that show. You
1: would love, love Van Helsing.
2: I, I'm, I'm waiting for a Buffy another Buffy movie. <laughs> and yeah, well, there is a Buffy movie? Uh, yeah, that was what it was based off of. There's uh Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I think in ninety two it is. I'm sorry. And then the series the series were was greenlit based off of the movie.
1: What? Oh my god, yeah. this is new information.
2: Yeah <laughs> Huh. Just Whedon wrote the the movie and then he wrote the series.
1: That's ridiculous. That is completely yeah. new information to me. I and mean then, nothing to do with Van Helsing or James Watt. <laughs> Well, vampires. Yeah, James Wan as well. Like, give James Wan the the go at it. That'd be good. Because he's very good. You could do a
2: Dracula... or Dracula, I'm doing it myself. A Van Helsing movie that is more based on horror as well. I mean, he is chasing vampires at the end of the day. So, and James Wan, no stranger to to horror films. So, like, you could really ramp up the tension if he's, like, walking through somewhere and it's dark and it's just him... And he has his trench coat and the crossbow and he's like, I'm going to get absolutely fucked here if a lot of them jump out at once.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, it could be a situation, like, it could be a similar thing of, and I, I know I've made this reference before, but imagine John Wick had a crossbow.
2: <laughs> you just love, you just refer John Wick to everything. Just
1: so, I watched John Rick, Wick recently. Can you tell? Uh, it's yeah, very I think you it can.
2: It, it's a great film. I would watch it at any time.
1: Yeah, and I think give like Universal needs to be like, hey, we gave the Invisible Man like no budget and it made all the money. Maybe we mm. should give Van Helsing some budget and it will make some money.
2: What if we hire hire Tom Cruise to play Van Helsing?
1: No, no, you've gone wrong. You've gone wrong, guy. You've Why gone so wrong?
2: Should we bring him back? He's the biggest star in the movie world.
1: Who would you hire though for it? Really, not Tom Cruise. You can't say Tom Cruise.
2: Okay, and you can't bring back Hugh Jackman.
1: You can't bring you can't bring Hugh back, man.
2: <laughs> you, you can't bring Hugh back, man. Um, okay, who has log hair that you could cast? Well, I oh, suppose sorry.
1: we have to get this out of the way. Michael B. Jordan could do it.
2: Mike <laughs> sorry, yes, I I should have immediately went to the B Jordan. Why did I even stutter?
1: That would actually be class, though.
2: Oh, Michael B Jordan could definitely do, but I don't I don't see him in that role. I think he's too cool for it. Van Helsing is kind of gruff.
1: That's true. That is true. Who's hmm. <clears throat> a gruff man?
2: Uh, what if we bring back Russell Crowe?
1: <laughs> I think I. <laughs> You can't bring Russell back man
2: (laughs) (laughs) What if Russell's playing Both Jekyll and Hyde and Van Helsing
1: What if we got the Jekyll and Hyde From And hear me out here League of Extraordinary Gentlemen
2: I think that actor has not been busy since I think he'd be around
1: uh, Yeah Yeah I'd say so That was a weird (laughs) mix We've talked about it Uh, Most of those actors are unknown Except for Sean Connery (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know who you would cast, I suppose somebody gruff, somebody a bit mysterious, a bit longer hair I I was going to like weirdly say um, Tom Holland, but I don't think so, like he's too young, he has to be like no. somebody in their 40s
1: Yeah, what if you got uh, Viggo Mortensen, who played Aragorn Bring
2: him back, Big. bring, bring back. Viggo back
1: Bring him back man, no, is that joke still good? <laughs> no
2: no, no, that stopped working two times ago.
1: What about Tom Hardy?
2: <laughs> oh, oh, I could, and but he, so he only works with a mask.
1: <laughs> you know that about him, you know. I do, I do, I, ke- I keep being told this and I keep forgetting it. <laughs>
2: Which is strange, because it's like, we know what you look like, Tom. You don't need a mask. But he's like, no, give me a man, mask.
1: Bo- <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I don't know, but I'm interested to see, because the Dark Universe will figure out a way to make it bad. And I always think that's funny. So, um, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And this is involving the Oscars, shot. Now, this only oh. came out a few days ago. But I have a good authority that the Oscars 2021 ceremony will... Be held in person Yes Oh
1: This is our stupidest news of the week (laughs) Right, okay What Oscars is February?
2: February, yes It's it's very soon February 28th 28th,
1: oh the last day of February Last day of February Right Yeah And they're getting all of these people together In one room, yeah in one room, in one room. Uh, right, okay, uh, okay, okay, okay. And they're all, they're all in, you know, there's a, there, there's a majority of them in. Doesn't it take place in California? It does. The Oscars. It, it would, it, yeah, it would, yeah. Isn't that a heavily, not to, like, the, I like, I, look, I had fun watching the last Oscars. But may, <laughs> oh, I don't, oh, Oh
2: <laughs> do, you ever, do you ever read a headline and I had that reaction a few hours ago where I was like, wait, what? <laughs> no. And then I clicked into it and I went, oh, yes. They said yes. Because a representative from both the Academy and the ABC, which owns the broadcast rights, told Variety they plan, and in their own words, to go full steam ahead with a live in-person ceremony.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> I, like, uh, jet Okay, this isn't the this isn't the platform. Three thousand
2: four hundred seat auditorium. Oh, by the way, oh.
1: <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And we're look. I'm all about positivity, and I'm all You're about looking for the future.
2: Why this is bad? But go on.
1: <laughs> like, we're we're all just assuming it gets fixed in the first couple of months of the year, aren't we? we That's are, what everyone's yeah. working off at the minute. Yeah. But yeah, that is. That is too early to plan such an event
2: Maybe if it was coming up in July You could like say it now But they have put out a press release To say that it is happening in person Which is going to be even funnier When it gets to February 20th and they go You know what we'll just do it over Zoom
1: Oh my god There'll be a whole bunch of Fucking Zoom jokes People will have a funny background That'll be something that's going on Who's going to host it? Who is going to host it? Who's the king of Zoom content these days? Can we get Four. Ellen? She did great over the pandemic, <laughs> didn't she?
2: She hasn't done a foot... She hasn't put a foot wrong in years. <laughs> that girl can really talk. Universally loved Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> I think, to be honest with you, if it's going to be that much of a shit show and they're going to hold it in person, fucking bring Ellen in. Like, Who cares?
1: Like, it would be such a weird vibe, though. But they did other awards ceremonies over, like, Zoom and things like that, didn't they? Didn't the Emmys? Weren't they, like, yeah, a they distance did. thing this year?
2: Which I think, like, this is, seems like a ridiculous idea, See, as though half your audience would be of an older age bracket. Because, I mean, even just to think of a few actors, like, you've got Tom Hanks, Anthony Hopkins, Meryl Streep, just off the top of my head... They're not, they're not under sixty-five, which would put them in a very, you know, interesting position.
1: It would, it would indeed. Uh, even the academy themselves, generally uh, <laughs> skewed, is the is the term I would use in terms of age.
2: So I just wanted you to, to, you to know that that is happening. Now this is not for another few months, so I'm sure this will come up multiple times between now and then. But as of this moment, that ceremony will be held in person.
1: Right? But is is it? Oh, look, it's, it's again a bigger discussion. Is it better to have it in person, but everyone's nervous the whole fucking time?
2: I mean, just just do it over Zoom. Who cares?
1: Yeah, or just, like, do it, yeah, do it over Zoom. Get, get, like, regular audience members in. You know, everyone can go to the Oscars this year. That can be how they sell it. But don't put yeah, everyone uh, in a crowded auditorium together.
2: Yeah, that's not great. Uh, okay, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. Something that could be very interesting in the future, Sean, because, and it's not merch, I will say i will say that about to say, if you
1: segway this into a fucking hoodie. <laughs> no.
2: No, 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 no. Um, but what if I did? But what if I... No. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm so cool that's a bit... No. Um, Daredevil rights officially revert back to Marvel Studios as of this week, Sean. So Absolutely we, hype. We took this... Uh, we covered this news a few weeks ago in that they were like, unless they do something or there's a deal done in the next few weeks... Daredevil, the rights to Daredevil, will be going back to Marvel. That is exactly what has happened. So no, nothing has been agreed upon. And I think they've just let Netflix or whoever owned Daredevil have just kind of let him go back to Marvel. So now Marvel owned Daredevil, which maybe opens up a lot more avenues that they could go down.
1: Yeah, didn't we discuss recently enough that like Daredevil was being incorporated in some way, shape or form, into uh, maybe the Spider-Man movie or a future script in Marvel, anyway.
2: Yeah, because uh. because but at that point it was just like, unless they don't do something in the next, I think, probably six weeks, then this will happen. And uh, luckily that has not happened. So it might give more credit to the fact of that rumour that like maybe he will appear in a future Spider-Man movie. It makes sense. Like, Spider-Man and Daredevil are both in New York at the same time. And you have the perfect Daredevil there with Charlie Cox. And, like, he's just sitting there at home on a couch like, guys, just bring me back. I'm actually really good in the role.
1: Yeah, I, I, I know everything about playing Daredevil.
2: Yeah. And, obviously, Netflix has, like, had an on-and-off relationship with Daredevil due to the fact that they... they Season 1, great. Season 2, bit of a drop off too many ninjas season three back to pretty good so it's interesting they they cancelled at season three and everyone was kind of like well why like why would you do that because but if it was very much heavily implied that they wanted it to go back or marvel wanted it back over at disney plus and i think that's what's going to happen it could go back to disney plus or are they going to go streaming service or movie with daredevil
1: oh i think see i think He's quite a good character to have on the streaming service, and then he pops up in the movies. Mm. You know, I'd like, and look, by all means, give him a movie. But I think his it, see, it's weird talking about comic books in this way because they're all serialized. But his particular stories do really well in like chunks because you can you can make it like a law or a courtroom drama type thing. And there's precedence, like, not there's precedence for that, but it makes sense to do it that way. Because Mm. he's a lawyer in his, like, I was going to say in his free time, but in the day. And then he fights crime at night. Which is what made the first season of that Netflix show so good. Because there was a lot of him being a genuinely good lawyer in it as well.
2: Like trying to help people. And then at night you would just see him kick the shit out of 40 people. And then he would limp back into the courtroom the next
1: day. Yeah, like that's what I really liked about that show, and, to, and and I will say, even the first season of Daredevil, it has flaws. It's not like a perfect show by any means, but it, like imagine what they could do with Disney money on that.
2: And this would put a massive uh, red flag. I don't know. This would uh, give us massive hope. In regards to the fact that it could bring back Wilson Fisk, which in turn would mean they'd have to bring back Vincent D'Onofrio, who is perfect as Wilson
1: Fisk. He's such a good Fisk. Like, Yeah. I don't know who you would get if not him.
2: See, that's the thing. You couldn't cast anybody else only because they got it so right. Like, you could never go, oh, we've got a better casting. Which... Maybe there's somebody out there, but Vincent D'Onofrio absolutely nailed that role, and he is terrifying as that character, as is Charlie Cox perfect at his role. It's going to be very hard for them to just clean the slate and go at it again, because the first three series were so loved, and they have so many fans. And it just seems like you're leaving money on the table if you don't bring that cast back.
1: Yeah. Now the question remains: of like, do you acknowledge that New York is built on dragon bones, and then it all fell down? No. I say leave that <laughs> stuff in the past.
2: No, I would say, anything with Iron Fist throw away. Anything with Charlie Cox and Vinnie bring it back.
1: What have they announced out of everything from Netflix? They were keeping <laughs> Iron Fist as canon.
2: <laughs> they were like Charlie Cox, go home. I don't even want to look at the rest of you lads, right?
1: not, Luke Cage, not now,
2: <laughs> Luke Cage. I can't even look at you. Your shit, Iron Fist, Daddy Rand. You're the one to take us to the next phase of the MCU. I can see it now.
1: But I like I see. I think if the, you do it, you need to distance them from the look of the Netflix show as well. Like I think you need to go full, like super comic accurate uh, Daredevil. Costume because So you
2: don't think they would do R-rated Because that is kind of what people loved About the, the Daredevil series
1: Yeah I don't think I, I don't know Because they're doing R-rated Deadpool Which is You know in, Interesting for Disney mm. um, But I don't think they would do R-rated Daredevil Because I feel like he'll interact With Spider-Man a whole bunch
2: I, I just mean in terms of the Disney Plus series Maybe in a movie they wouldn't But if you were going to do a Disney Plus series, do you think they would do... I don't think they would have R-rated things on Disney Plus though.
1: Not as a series, no. Like, not when that shows up beside Loki and WandaVision and all that. Mm. I think those Mm. will very much be the same level of violence as uh, even Winter Soldier. Which is quite good in terms of action and things like that. But it is fairly sanitised.
2: It's a lot of kicking and punching.
1: Yeah, and it's a lot of guys just whipping their head back and falling out of frame. Whereas, mm. what I really want is like the Magneto train fight from that <laughs> X-Men movie. <Yeah.
2: laughs> which is like, it's a shit movie, but it's a real good train fight. It oh, just is.
1: They put that clip up on YouTube and I'm like, that's all I need. That's me sorting it um,
2: Also, this goes back from everything we've been talking about with Marvel. You use the multiverse of madness to bring Daredevil in. If you want it. Like, he just creates another universe in New York and Daredevil just appears amongst this new New York and he's just kind of like, okay, I'm here now, I guess.
1: Yeah, because again, you have to reconcile with the fact that these characters supposedly have just been operating behind the scenes this whole time.
2: Mm. Uh. Which is weird because I don't think it makes sense that Like Daredevil or Matt Murdock would have sat out anything, or not even sat it out. But we would have seen him at some stage if he had been around. If, and I know it's it's movies; it doesn't really matter. But logically, it's it would be weird if he just never that he never popped up if he was there. Yeah,
1: and it'd be weird if they never addressed it. Like all the no, there's a weird blind guy
2: kicking people.
1: Yeah, yeah. All the (laughs) times New York has been attacked, he's just conveniently been out of the country. (laughs) I was away I was away with Foggy on business but but yet like Tony Stark knows about Spider-Man but not Daredevil
2: hmm yeah no I I can see them using Doctor Strange to reboot a whole lot of stuff and it would just be a one liner thing like he's like I don't know how I got here I'm just here and you create a multiverse idea and just let it go and you could do 500 Disney Plus series because you own everything now
1: Yeah, it's nice that they've given them that, like, get-out-of-jail-free card.
2: Um, Okay, so we're going to finish off this week, Sean, with the big news. And this, um, everything is encapsulated in together here, but we're going to start off with probably a massive talking point in regards to cinema itself and Warner Brothers, because recently, last week, it was announced that Warner Brothers will release all their 2021 movies on HBO Max and in theatres simultaneously. At the same
1: time, Shaw. What are your thoughts? This like this is great if you live in like North America, where you can get HBO Max. Um, mm. But like worldwide releases will pretty much be the same for everyone else. <coughs> um,
2: and it, but it, this is normally like I read this and I thought uh, it might be like some of the smaller movies like they're releasing Wonder Woman, but the uh, Wonder Woman is coming out on HBO Max Christmas Day, but I originally thought uh, it might be like, you know, some of the smaller scale ones. They'll still release the big ones in the cinemas, but no, this is like everything. This is the Suicide Squad and Do and June and like all of their big money movies that they probably would have made over a billion dollars yeah. on each individual one. They're releasing on HBO Max, which means they're taking a billion dollar hit every time they do this. Surely.
1: Yeah, but, like, as, as things open up again, I feel like where the beauty of this will come in for people is rewatching the movie. Because... Well, that's
2: interesting. Because the movies will only be shown for one month on the streaming platform before being taken down. From there, the movies will only be played on the big screen.
1: That's even fucking weirder, then. Yes! so like this seems this is very niche it seems like because I, I feel people still like I still believe people like going to the cinema um, mm. to see a movie especially big like franchise like tentpole movies like Wonder Woman and Dune like fans of those series are gonna see him in theatres and Fair enough, they might watch him again in the month that they're on the streaming service. But I think what they're trying to do here is get... I I fully believe that they're going to develop some kind of system where you buy a pass for a month to HBO Max. So that you buy that instead of your cinema ticket, but it costs like four times as much.
2: May, yeah, no, that seems that seems logical because, actually, interestingly, they have taken off the idea of the free sign-up for the first month. They've gotten mm. rid of that. So they discontinued the free trial ahead of the Wonder Woman premiere on Christmas Day. So if you sign up now, you have to pay the full price.
1: Yeah, and if, if it's a question of that and you get to watch it in your own home... Or have to go to the cinema during a pandemic. The choice is pretty easy. But it is Whereas, weird that
2: they would do it the first month. Like I would be of the opinion that you release it in theaters. And then show, put it up at HBO Max the second month.
1: Yeah I don't know what the timeline is for things being released on like digital and DVD now. Um, cause it used I think to it's be like, like
2: nine months. Maybe yeah, ten used, months.
1: I feel like it used to be like a year and a half before it would happen. Yeah yeah. Now it's like. It's coming out fairly soon to just buy and own yourself anyway. So maybe they've done studies and the first month is like... Now that's when like, the hype is biggest for the film. Because you've already done all the marketing around the actual like cinematic release. So then that mm. that would also feed into the streaming release. Because um, I know there's films I've wanted to go to in the cinema, but I haven't had time. Whereas if they'd been on streaming and they'd been in my house, I probably would have seen them. Um, it is,
2: it's it's an interesting business model to go down because like you can sense that they're trying to satisfy the people who stream it and the teeter chains who are obviously like they need to stay in business as well. And so, it's kind of proven difficult for all these big studios, because they're all very much like, well, they like money. Like, that's, that's the way it is. Like, they, they just love money, so what's the best way to get the most money? We're, we're losing a lot of money if we just go cinema, and we're losing a lot of money if we just go to the streaming service, so why don't we do both for a period of time? And they're bringing out like 17 movies throughout next year, over the next 12 months, on this. Now, we're not going to be covering all of the movies, but that is a lot of films to be bringing out, essentially to get people to sign up to HBO Max. Do you think... Now, I'm just being a conspiracy theorist and I, I said we'd never mention them, but Zack Snyder put them up to this.
1: Oh, maybe. Maybe. He, he, he's been known <laughs> to do worse for less. Now, <laughs> yes. what I think might be involved here, though, is like, this might have a really weird and bad knock-on effect in that they're doing this because of their belief that people will be less likely to go to the cinema in 2021. But in doing this, they're making people less likely to go to the cinema in 2021. So there's this weird confirmation loop going on. Yeah, because that makes perfect
2: sense. Like, they're doing it because they want their movie to be seen. But if it's so available... People, as I said, they kept being like, oh, cinema's gonna die. They've been saying that for so many years. And, as I just said at the very start, is people like going to the cinema. I don't think you can kind of change that. Even though the popcorn and the fucking drinks and the ticket is so expensive. Yeah. And, like, like it's it's so overpriced. But it's, like, a weird thing that you're, like, will go as, like, even a group of friends. Like, me and three of my friends will all go and will watch. Like, we used to do that eight, a few years ago where there was a great deal, I think it was on the Wednesday or the Thursday... And every Wednesday or Thursday, it didn't matter what movie it was, we would just get together and go see it. Because it was just like, Ash, we're just hanging out, and it only costs a tenner for whatever, to take it at the, the popcorn. Yeah, cart.
1: like, we're doing nothing else anyway, so we might as well. So,
2: but they're trying to very much be like, if it's on the streaming service, I think a lot of that is going to not happen. Um, which, as I said, it is a confirmation loop that they could be killing their own business in 2022 unless they continue on with this marketing strategy.
1: Yeah, and not just that. Like, as other players in the industry look, like Warner Brothers is fucking massive in film. Like, as other people in the industry look at cinema trends, that like, oh, people aren't going to the cinema as much. Uh, Warner Brothers is still making money because all their stuff's available online. And then they follow that. And then even less Disney aren't looking at this.
2: Like, Disney are 100% watching every single move here.
1: Absolutely. Like, because I don't know how well Mulan did uh, during its initial pay 30 euro and watch it in your house release. But, Mm. like, if this business model is more successful, you can bet there'll be a Disney Plus. And they'll call it Disney Premiere or something like that.
2: Yeah. Mulan's now free by the way on Disney Plus you can watch it now for free oh
1: I might watch um, it now great
2: <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's what I mean like so you they didn't really they got your money you could have signed up now and uh, watched it for free for whatever how much is it per month for Disney Plus like 7 quid 7 quid so you could have just not subscribed until right now subscribed and then watched it for free and skipped the whole thing so but the, what HBO Max is doing is taking it off after a month and then they'll put it back on probably in a year. Is, yeah, what, I think it's when, like, a smarter way to do
1: it. It is. It it absolutely is a smarter way of doing things. Um, and I think that's how you keep um, new subscribers like every month. Because people aren't going to like every film. But they'll like one of them. And then you have mm. them for that month. They've paid for that. And then they might continue on the next one. Or if they drop it, you know they'll come back again. When there's the next film that they like, so you constantly have this fresh blood in the system.
2: Would you like uh, some of the movies that will be coming uh, to the streaming service, HBO Max, over over the next twelve months? Yes, please. So first of all, you're going to get Tom and Jerry, the animated uh, half animated half real life movie. Um, Okay, it's it's live action. It's live action. But it's Tom and Jerry who are not live action. Isn't that amazing? You're just watching a um, cat
1: slaughter a mouse.
2: Same guy who did Fantastic Four from 2005 is the director, not Frank? To Laurie. <laughs> it's no, Rankin's Tim- back. No, 2005 Fantastic Four.
1: Oh, sorry, that tin story. He tells a good story.
2: No, see, I was, <laughs> was going to say that. <laughs> you also have Godzilla versus Cog. Is gonna be coming there. Like that is gonna be coming out on May twenty first. Like that was gonna be one of their biggest head of the summer. Uh you have Mortal Kombat, the film is gonna be coming out. Um you have the new Space Jam film that is now gonna be released on July sixteenth on the black on the HBO Max franchise. Like that would have made so much money.
1: Yeah. Y- like that, that's one of those films that... It's the nostalgia bug as well. It's like, you have that inbuilt audience.
2: And then know. you have... The the next two are really the ones that are... Other than Wonder Woman, would be the ones that... Will probably hit them hardest. And that is the Suicide Squad. That is the James Gunn-directed Suicide Squad. Will Ooh. be coming out in HBO Max. And that is August 6th. So that's like... Summer of the summer blockbuster. And then also June... Which um, would be coming out on October 1st.
1: Dude, those are like prime movie release times as well. Mm. And, and also, like, interestingly, that's like if we follow like timelines and things that are projected, that's when hopefully things should be getting back to normal.
2: Which which would imply if it came back, and I, I hate the fucking new normal thing, but if it went back to normal. At that point, and they're releasing at HBO Max. Will they have to backtrack here?
1: Yeah, I wonder will they end up like costing them in the long run? If you because know, that's
2: two billion dollars. Like those two movies will make a billion dollars
1: each, easy. Absolutely, and like there's the argument to be made that people will see it twice through that set set up. Um, but. Like, what if they put all their eggs in this HBO Max basket, and then it turns out no people like going to the cinema more?
2: Also, the last movie that is going to be there, Matrix 4, that is now being on HBO Max.
1: Oh, God.
2: Like, think of that triple threat. Suicide Squad, Dune, Matrix 4.
1: Yeah, like, the latter half of that list is if that was like a, a a regular year and a regular cinema release Warner Brothers would be rolling in it
2: and that's that's only i've only picked five or six of the biggest ones but there's as i said 17 of them all lined up which as it gets closer to the end of the year if do things start do going back to normal they're going to leave a lot of money on the table here unless they go against their word and go, right. okay, well, they're not on HBO Max anymore. We said that last year when things were different. Now we've changed our mind, even though you've signed up for six months.
1: Yeah, yeah, that could be it. Or or even like, oh, select movies will be available on release uh, Mm. in cinemas. And it's like Tom and Jerry and, you know, the B-side kind of things.
2: It, it is an interesting time for cinema So I, I'm, I just wanted to bring that up Because I think that could have a knock-on effect To cinema itself in the future So we will keep you updated On anything to do with that But HBO Max making this step Could be the first step of all the other studios doing it Or maybe they'll hold back And wait it out So it's kind of what They're your only two choices really
1: Yeah and look It's always tough to be the first Like person to do something I get that this is a multi-billion dollar company And they're not exactly the little guy but it is something we've never seen before. So it will be interesting to watch it play out. Mm. Um, I think that's it for this week's Movie Monday, Sean. What a week. That was dangerously close to actual commentary at the end.
2: We, we had to actually use our brains. For the first half, not so much. We got to say huge jacked man a lot. And I promoted seamlessly segued into a promotion. <laughs>
1: I think it was after that we decided to get serious Once we had hugged the mark, <laughs> You
2: out of anger decided I'm going to make proper commentary now <laughs> Show <him> up <laughs>
1: <laughs> people are going to get what they pay for um, will <laughs> I take us, to out, take us out oh jeez yes. I could cross perfect so oh, thank you well,
2: you know what else would cut across you a lovely hoodie no, shut no, up I'm <laughs> muting
1: you uh, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays we will be back on Wednesday with we- Weird News Wednesdays Friday with Hero Zero and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays uh, big thank you goes out to everyone who supports us over on Patreon. It's patreon.com/slash heroes for hire podcast. Uh, big thanks goes out to Waffles Williams, Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe Burney, Ray Ging, Roisin Halley, Ryan Evanson, Sean Jamieson, Dominic, Josiah Green, Anna Moose, and Richard McGrew. Thank you all so, so much. You're all great. Uh, I prefer your you Christmas to Connor
2: are on the way.
1: Christmas cards are on the way. Indeed, they look great, much like yes. our merch. Uh, you can support the show by buying some heroes for hire merch. There is a link in the description Such a to that. Shill. We've got Such a t-shirts, shill. we got hoodies, we got there's a baseball shirt. It looks really cool. We got tie dye, yeah. we got hats, mouse pads. Uh, what else have we got, Connor? Mugs. There's mugs. You love a cup of tea. You love a cup of heroes for hire. Excellent
2: you're way better at that than I am
1: <laughs> I, I look in my youth I was a a circus ringleader trying to get people <laughs> to you were Dell <laughs> <laughs> <Combat. laughs> uh, oh, but uh, other than that we're on all the social medias they're all linked below or you can email us hereisforhire underscore at outlook dot com but I think that's about it Connor.
2: I think that's it so I've been Connor Lawler
1: I've been Sean Meehan
2: I'll see you next week guys bye